Back when I had a little, I thought that I needed a lot. A little was overrated, but a lot was a little too complicated. Zero didn't satisfy me. A million didn't make me happy. That's when I learned the lesson that it's all about your perception. Hey, are you a papa or a superstar? So you act, so you feel, so you are. It ain't about the size of your car. It's about the size of the place in your heart. There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. I met a young brother that made me feel that I could accomplish anything. He's just like me. He wanted to think he had no windows and no doors. He lived a simple life and was extremely poor. On top of all of that, he had no eyesight. That didn't keep him from seeing the light. He said, oh, us like in the USA. All I did was place it. Living here is paradise, you call me paradise is in your mind, you know that there's hope, it doesn't cost a thing to smile, you don't have to pay for that, you better thank God for that, it doesn't cost a thing to smile, you don't have to pay to laugh, you better thank God for Every time I turn on the TV, somebody's acting crazy. Let it, it'll drive you crazy. I'm taking back my power today. Gas prices, they just keep on rising. The government, they keep on lying. We gotta keep on surviving. Keep living our truth and do the best we can do. Cause at home, it doesn't cost a thing to buy. You don't have to pay to last. You better thank God for that. This is DJ Philly Joy on Joyce Hope Tonight on On Point Radio, Radio. Every Tuesday we come on the air. If you haven't called in as of yet and you're online, you can call in 605-562-0444. 
Our caller ID is one four six two seven seven pound and one pound to listen and start to to get into the conversation on tonight. And we put it out there this week, guys. Put it out there this week. We had Mr. On Point on Sunday about tattoos and stuff like that. But you know what? These are all things for conversation. We're going to do what we want to do, people. You know, it is how it is. But the bottom line is the end result will be what it will be, and you have to live with whatever that result or consequence is, whatever we do to ourselves. But you know what? you got to learn to love yourself. If you don't, you're in a world of trouble. So it doesn't matter how much you do on the outside. Your inside needs to be what we need to concentrate on the most, self-love and respect for one another and keep it moving from there. But our topic on tonight, people, this was brought up, I guess, really some months ago, months ago. And uh, it was for a conversation that happened, actually, um, Ms. T.S. Queen was on this week with a brother um, that came in, uh, Anthony McGee, and then he had put some stuff up, and the ladies were answering that. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, right, T? appreciate that. And we have to be, bottom line, we have to get into the fact that, you know, we listen here, everybody out, whether you agree. You know, no name calling, no no anger, none of that kind of stuff. Just we want to entreat each other peaceably, and we're going to do what we want to do regardless of how we do. But here, I got a little poem. I want to just, not, it's not my poem, but I'm looking on a black girl. There's some issue there as far as how we entreat each other, but also how we respect each other and how we love on ourselves and love each other. So these topics have been out there forever. They're not going to ever change, but I think we all should be in the conversation. When you get in the conversation, raise your hand. I'm going to read our topic first before I get into that, actually, because I think that's more important that I read the topic first. If I read the topic, we can keep on moving from there. Here we go, people. So, <laughs> uh, Mr. On Point, thank you for the graphics. You always do a great job putting it out there, even expressing how I feel. Bottom line is all the hairstyles, all the – even got the makeup on there, the long eyelashes. But however we do what we do, here's a – PSA, people, a public sister, sister announcement, okay? Do you know that your hair is your crown and glory, right? Do we know that? I think most of us do. But our topic on tonight is I am not my hair. I am not my skin. You are who you are or are you? Do you think that the way you wear your hair reflects certain personalities you? Do you like and accept the skin you're in? Have you ever used bleaching creams to change your complexion? Are you really real or is everything about you suspect? Meaning fake, phony, or fraudulent. Don't be offended. Let's have this necessary conversation. Men, does it bother you to see your woman remove? Bother you to see your woman? remove her, her total self? Do you prefer her all natural or does it really not matter? All right? So joining the conversation on tonight, people, we'll keep it moving from there and hopefully we can get you guys all in with your questions, your, your suggestions, just your experience, what you experience as far as people, they think they may have said, things that may have been out there. You know, or somebody that you know that have went through a certain situation because of uh, ridicule in the workplace. Um, as far as that, maybe in the school system, they've been through that. We just had a situation about probably three months ago now when a guy was a wrestler 
um, and he had to, they, well, he didn't have to, but if he wanted to compete, he had to cut his hair off. I'm sure if you go to the workplace sometimes and you have, you have your hair a certain way, and usually one of the stigmas was women had dreadlocks and women had braids in their hair, I mean, it would be like, uh, no, they're not going to hire you. And if you ever notice that the women that do the news that are African-American women that do the news, they, I hardly ever, I think I've even not one time seen any of them wear braids in their hair. They always have their long hair. I don't know if it's their hair or not, not my business, but the point I'm making is there's a stigma that's out here that we are always subjected to in the atmosphere of the world and also at the workplace, at rest or play, whatever it may be. And then we put those things on ourselves because of Hollywood, because of how people are taking care of themselves out in the, in the, in the world. The bottom line is we got to know how to love ourselves and keep ourselves moving in that direction. We haven't spoken as of yet, but I definitely, definitely want you guys to get in there. I'm going to read this poem, and we're going to get to the um, next track, and then we'll have you guys come on in the air, okay? All right. So this poem is called Black Girl. Don't be afraid to use your voice. Your thoughts, opinions, ideas are just as important as anybody else's. When you speak, speak with boldness and purpose. Have courage, be confident, and always be true to yourself. I want to make a key point to that. True to yourself. Live your life fearlessly. Your voice has great power. Don't be afraid to utilize it when needed. You're not an angry black woman. You're a woman who has something special, something important to say. Your voice matters, and so do you. And the whole point, this is by Stephanie Lahart, L-A-H-A-R-T, and she wrote this, I don't know when, but I think it's significant because I think women are, looking, are searching for a voice, and I think they're also searching for that sometimes and how they carry themselves as far as appearance, which would be something else, and two, Always trying to fit in sometimes, and that makes it for a good conversation, people. So let's start with that first question, and you guys get into the, the comment conversation with that, all right? I know people, I know you're out there. I see you. All right, thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening, all right? So those that want to raise their hand on tonight can do that. Anybody want to participate in the conversation, all right, that we matter. So I am not my hair. What have you seen, you know, the bottom line is I can talk about my only myself pretty much because I'm all natural now. I've been like that for quite some time. But I went through a struggle when I had my hair. Um, it was relaxed for quite some time. It was very damaged. And I can't say sometimes you don't take care of your hair, the natural hair. It does, it does not get damaged because if you don't put the proper moisturizer in our hair, women of color, it will definitely become damaged. Okay? So we have to be mindful of that. When you um, take care of your hair a certain way, um, well, I do, I do like a lot of twist out because um, I have natural curls. I, I make them a little bit more natural when I add. Um, there's curling creams you can add. Be very careful with the curling creams that you add, you add to your hair because they can have different chemicals that affect your body. Our skin is the biggest organ of our whole body. So, therefore, being mindful of that, we have to be careful of how we carry ourselves with that girl. I believe I do have a caller already that's on that wants to add to the conversation. So, before... Um, somebody has their hand raised. Before we get to the caller, finish up on this part. Speaking for myself, I had a relaxer. I had to get rid of it because it damaged my hair so bad. It began to look like that. Um, remember the old Jerry curls? I had a Jerry curl too back in the day when they first came out. <laughs> oh my goodness! Remember how the pillow looked in that movie? What movie was that? With uh, coming back to coming to America, and the family got off the couch. All of them had the Jerry curls. Oh my goodness! It was hilarious how they depicted that. But I know I can relate to that because you had to put certain bricks in your hair to keep that 
that curl going and everything. But all of these things damage, they damage your hair over time. Over time, it damages your hair. So we're going to get this. All right, all right. I've got Miss T. Uh-huh. All right, Miss T. I got you. We have our first caller in on the conversation, and we begin here with one of our on-point hosts themselves. Miss T, is Queen, you in the building? Yes, yes, I'm here bright and early in the building. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to speak, but I know I do have a few um, things to say about the topic. How are you doing tonight? All right. I'm doing okay. I can't complain. I had a pretty busy day. Time to vote today. No, you voted today. You said so online. Yeah. Woo. It was rough, but I got there. So I'm glad I did. I finally made it. So listen, you know what the topic's about. You start with the first question, or you can go into, I don't want to say dissertation, but Ms. T, you know you got it going on. You can bring some topics to light and bring them up so we can all fill them. So. <laughs> I can't you know, believe, yeah, I had tagged you on something earlier this week, and I was going back and forth with the guy, and he was one of my friends. This wasn't a stranger who oh, was saying all okay. that stuff, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Braves don't mean you hate yourself. That's been in our culture for centuries, you know, just like yes. growing a beard. Growing a beard don't make a male a man. It's just a feature that's suggested, you know. Um, yeah. I think you made some good points already. Um, I used to have a Jerry Curl, too, back in the day. I think Michael Jackson brought it out for boys and girls. <laughs> And me and my sisters had it. They're older than me. I got two older sisters and three older brothers. And uh, I know we had it for a while. And then we had to, well, we cut, we asked and begged and cried to have it cut out once um, parents became available. We wanted our hair to be straight so we could do different styles with it other than just one. One reason I've never gotten locks um, was known as dreadlocks. Um, because I don't like one style. I'll change my hair up every few months. It could be wavy, curly, straight, brown, black, red. Um, to me, it's, it's um, just an accessory. It's, uh, we know hair is your glory and your crown, and I think that we should embrace it because we're not taught to embrace it as children, and that's been passed on from generation to generation. And um, schools in Africa, even here in Kentucky, where I'm at, they last year, yeah, um, I was involved with a group of parents, um, and we won. We wound up winning, but the school here tried to ban the children from wearing their hair and locks. Mm. Um, they wanted, like you were saying, about the wrestler who they cut his hair off, and like with the news and. Even in my profession and things like that, it was it's still conditioned us women to see untamed hair as unprofessional. You mm. know, so I don't think it's just passed down from women and men to our children. I think it's um, something that society put in place long ago because, um, you know, white women and, and other people of mixed, mixed children. It's a lot of mixed children now. And mm-hmm. I see them, these girls, they'll tell they they'll beg their moms to press their hair so that it can look straight, so that they can fit in, they can balance it without spending so much time on it in the daytime, you know, get, getting ready for school. 
So I uh-huh. understand that part. I understand that part. Um, I think um, it is a sensitive subject because men have been trying to sway a woman's appearance and about her body and all that stuff coming out now. And that's been going on for a long time. And these same men have sisters and daughters who experiment with different looks, but we still the same in the end. The personality, you know, your characteristics, your psyche, your behavior, your emotion, your, Uh your kindness, all that should matter more than what you look like. Um, Last point I wanted to think about was um, it's one guy who's got a lot of heat because he got tattooed, like you were saying, um, we saw point head last week on his show, the guy, and he's teaching his children, he's homeschooling them, teaching them how to hold guns and all this. You might have seen his brother's name. I forgot his name. But he got tattoos all over his face and chest and arms, but the person he is is better than his outer appearance. Who knows why he did it when he was younger or whatever. But um, I think bottom line is we should just try to learn who a person is before we judge their parents. Because um, I was in a, I'm in an art group, and some of the artists will pay me to write poems to their art pictures. So I go and look at this group, and the, sometimes in the art group um, they'll have women with, bald heads or natural hair, butt naked, and they'll call them goddesses in that they love and respect Mm. themselves. And then you'll have a woman with maybe some color in her hair or a different texture of hairstyle other than being woolly, and she's a hoe because she's doing the same thing, and she don't love herself. And I'm like, come on, just because you bald-headed don't mean you um, (laughs) – any different from somebody who just likes to play in their hair. And I think that's why men are becoming more feminine-like, too, because they see the fun of being able to change your different looks and things like that. So, Wow, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a lot right there. I, I, I don't know. We, we could, we, like I said, we all have our opinion. But the, the thing with the hair and not having hair, um, I will say um, there were women back in the day that didn't have hair, and they did um, – Resort to wearing wigs. I can say for myself and my family. I remember I was I was a kid. Actually, I was a kid. I, don't, I can't remember what grade. Probably might have been sixth grade when my mom cut my hair really short. And I'm to mm. some degree I like it, but I got, I got teased a lot in school. I got teased, but back in kids, the kids are kind of cruel. I got teased a lot in school. Then there was a time she let she let me wear a wig. My mom was my mom wore wigs. She wore kinds of wigs. So that it comes from your parents. Like, whatever a lot of times that you do, the kids are watching. They watch your household, yeah. household. They watch, t- they watch TV. Now they're watching so much YouTube. It's, like, ridiculous and everything else. But my point I'm saying is I learned that from my mother. So I didn't know where this stuff came from. And I looked up the history of it. So we'll go into that, too, in a little bit, too, about that. But I want to get people on the line talking about this. I'm going to explain, too, sometimes. I don't know. Do we know, really know where this hair comes from? And who may have lost their life mm-hmm. to get that hair to this is the other thing yeah. I want like people to also deal with, too. I um, read a story one time. I got to try to find it on the thing where a woman had got some hair, and it came from a corpse, and the worms embedded themselves mm. into the woman's hair to hit her head because, like I said, our, the skin is our biggest organ. We allow other cultures to bring these things into our, our life. We don't understand, but we want to – I can't say fit in, but that's how we learn from our family, from our parents, not our choice at the time. So we're children. Yeah. We don't know. 
So let's That's come from that point on and up. Yeah. Where the, I learned that where from the hair comes from, too, because I was doing yeah. some research about it years ago when I heard about it and how the Indians um, do this ritual. And they, they actually there lie to them and tell them that it's like an offer to, to God and they'll be this better person if they cut our hair off when they really just make mm-hmm. money off of it. Spirits can transfer um, from that way. That's why people in voodoo know about keeping the hair and all this. You can wash it and all that stuff, but it's still some attachment to who the person, who it's come from when you're okay. dealing with human hair. So that's a good point. A very, it's very good. I'm going to tell you, tell you real quick. You're going to say what you said. Majority of human hair used in wigs and extension comes from India and China. Religious people make pilgrimages to temples such as the Venkatara Temple in Trarumala, that's India, where they shave tongue-sure their heads in a ritual of devotion. So you are so right. Do we know this? But we didn't really study this. So I'm just now begin to study it, but I remember I was like putting the hair in my head. I was like, this stuff itch. I did it one time, see? One time. <laughs> one time. I'm going to put yeah. a picture up. I, was, I, I went to visit my son, my son in, uh, Jap- uh, was it Japan? Let me see. Japan. Yep, back in 2011. I put it in my hair one time, see? It, it's so, so bad. I couldn't wait to get that stuff on my hair. Ten days. I was like, oh, we got to come out. I don't care how much it costs. It had to come out. That's my, that's my story. People say, you're patting, you're patting your hair to death. Why do you keep patting your hair so much? Let me tell you, that patting feels really good when that hair is itching. You don't want to scratch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, our hair so, is meant to get sunlight anyway. And well. air. And, and air. And nowadays women are getting, yes, women are getting more hip to things like using yarn um, just to add color instead of using the chemicals. I stopped using chemicals in my hair maybe about two years ago. Okay. Um, just being around women who um, weren't like me. They grew up uh, being able to be natural. I went to the beauty shop every other week. Um, my mom took us girls, and we went to go get our hair done, nails done, toes done, and I still do it from five years old. So I still mm-hmm. do that now, you know, like just look at it as a way to just pamper yourself and, Switch it up, but you still got to know and embrace who you are underneath it all. But you, but you were taught that from a child. You yeah. know what you just said? Five mm-hmm. years old. Right. And people are making, right. making money behind, behind this stuff. I mean, I mean billion, it's a billionaire, billion-dollar industry, like so, so much. If I was saying to people just to have a moratorium, I'm not trying to be smart, just for one month, the hair Industry, they would go crazy. They would go crazy. Probably one week, they would go crazy. What in the world happened? Where's our client? Where's our customers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we would get our hair pressed out. And, uh, and, uh, and my, my um, homeboys who got mixed children, um, mm-hmm. when I start hearing their daughters say that they wanted their hair straight to, so it can look like, you know, the other white girls they go to school with, then it made me look at it like, wow, we got to really. It's painful. It's yeah, painful. And, and our hair wasn't, we didn't used to have, like, combs and brushes um, back in the day. That was That's a European invention. We used to use picks and our fingers to coil and uncoil our hair like you were talking about. So it's just all learning about how to care for your hair um, and keep it conditioned and, and maintained so it don't tangle up and, and it won't hurt, you know. So I think just learning different hair care 
uh, treatments, it would be better than just saying, oh, you hate yourself because you want an uh, easy mm-hmm. hairstyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you just take right. it too the other, other thing, Miss T, real quick, I know you got to probably go, but listen, I've got another hand up too. Um, color. Let's get to that. We come back in about three minutes. Let's, let's get to the next caller to come on, but color of the skin. Talk about that too. I am not my hair. I'm not my um. skin. Because light skin, dark skin. Uh, we have caramel, chocolate, bronze. We have beautiful, beautiful complexion from the highest yellow that looks like white to the darkest, deep purple, black. Beautiful mm-hmm. skin, complexions, but multi, you know. So think about that for a second. We'll get the next caller and get there because they have another hand, another hand up, Miss T. So let's get her them on the line. I don't know who it is, but um, I'll come back. Okay, I'll, I'll hold on because I know a lot of people, well, Africans especially, who are skin now. So I know a little yeah, about this that. Is a hot, this is a hot topic. Okay, I'll bring you back in. All right. All right. Welcome, caller. This is DJ Philly Joy, and you're on Joy's Hope tonight, who I've had the pleasure of speaking to this evening. Welcome, call. It's Queen of Storm, Philly Joy. Hello, Miss Queen of Storm. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi, Gina Storm in the building, people. All right. I'm absolutely not my hair or my skin. <laughs> this, is a hot, this is a hot topic, Gina. Hot yes, topic. yes. Hot topic. You want to bring your perspective where I give you some questions to answer some of those questions on there, or how you want to do this? Well, like yourself. Come, uh, come free. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, free. yeah, yeah. Like, like, like yourself, my hair is naturally curly, and I sometimes on a throwback Thursday or a flashback Friday will put a piece up of me with my hair. Um, I would get it blow-dried straight. They would wrap it, put me under the dryer, and straighten it with a flat iron and curl it. Um, I didn't like to have to hold my ears. Um, I have very sensitive skin, so a lot of products that are used have chemicals that don't agree with my constitution. So um, mm. I remember even like my mom went my hair as a child. If hair grease touched my ears, my my forehead, or my neck, I would break out. And not just a little rash either, like full-blown hives, like you need uh, to take Benadryl or use an EpiPen. Mm. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't use everything out there. I read labels on everything that I ingest or use as a topical. So if it's going on my scalp or my skin, if I'm bathing with it or even washing my hair with it, I have to be very conscientious as to what the ingredients are and how it mm-hmm. affects me. Especially like with sulfates and a lot of different chemicals that are in products. I've been washing my hair with, I don't know if y'all ever seen this bar soap that you wash your hair with. No. What kind I'm of mom it, it, It's very similar to art. It's like $2. <laughs> it's old school and it's cheap. It really, it's like, it looks like a bob ivory soap. It does not float when you put it in the water, so you know it's not ivory. But it's gypsy soap. I have to ask my mom her name, and she hasn't made it home yet. But yeah. I can only use that. I can't use, and I don't care if you're an expensive brand, because I know my sister was like, you know, try to I'm like, you know what? It can have a European name. It can be in French, whatever it is. I still need to read the labels and be aware of it. And ever since I've had lupus, my lupus, for the most part, a lot of people don't know this, affects my skin. It includes my scalp. So I have lost care in patches. To where it looked literally oh my. like our and there was not a follicle left. It was baby's bottom smoke and then grew back. I have mm. been actually bald four times, and I have had my hair cut down to about an inch or two 
um, for probably the last 10 years. Right now it's grown up. Yeah, this, this, this is my length. This is my winter hair. I haven't cut it off yet. And it's almost four inches long. That's a lot for me. But it's, it's compact because it's tightly curled. But like Ms. Quinn and wow. said, if I use the pick and, and blew it out, I'd have a flow. So I don't have a flow well, often. And I very rarely let it grow that long because it's, it's, it's too much of a struggle for me to be able to care for myself while dealing with my hair. So I'm not my hair. Okay. And I don't think I'm not attached to it. I can be bald and be comfortable. I love my family. I love that. I love that. I love that. But you'll be one. You said that pretty much. With the, you realize the chemicals are in some, so you wouldn't be doing one that would be putting all the dyes. I had one girlfriend putting a dye. She dye her hair every like every six weeks when it came. You could dye it again. She would dye her hair. And one time she had a really bad allergic reaction, and she broke out so bad. It's like the oh, yeah. chemicals pill, pill pill off her face. Like this is the things you don't think about when you get these things done. Every dye. You know they have the lie in them, whatever they say they don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't believe the hype because right. they, gotta, they, they, they don't put certain ingredients. I believe this is my own theory and the things that we're doing to ourselves because they want us to know. You gotta be very careful out here, very careful. Then that's why we, I, when I go, I say about the natural stuff and Miss T mentioned about yeah. the crochet and they, they're getting more hip now because they realize that that stuff is affecting them. It affects us internally. Wonder where those things come from. You don't think about. Think about, oh, I keep doing this forever and ever. I wonder why I'm having this, this rash now. I wonder why I'm having, um, I just get these hives all over. Or I get hot flashes. Like, not because, not, you're not even to the age to get hot flashes. You're not over 50 or over 40. Like, why am I getting, why am I feel, why I feel like this? I feel kind of uh, fuzzy or kind of tingy. We don't think about this stuff. Even what we eat. I didn't get into that yet, but we're talking about hair and skin right now. But the mm-hmm. skin being the biggest, the biggest organ, we put everything on our skin, even the lotion. And the cream, yes. being very careful of that because we are, we are um, different complexions, but we still can tan and still get darker from the sun. Mm-hmm. And we need sun. And we do get, get a sunburn, sun. too. Vitamin C. Wow. Yeah. Black, black people get sunburns. Um, I've had a sunburn many times in my life, and it's not only it's just because of the lupus either. But it, a lot of people in my family, when we go to the beach in the summer and everybody doesn't put their sunblock on, you can tell who did it because their nose and their forehead and their chin are peeling. You know, and sunburn hurts. I don't care what complexion you are. If the sun burns you, you are going to hurt. Yes, I know that's true. I know that's true. I know so that the things is- that work the best for me are natural. So I use tea tree oil and vitamin E oil on my scalp and my face uh, and, and moisturize my skin with oils as well when I get out of the bath or shower um, versus lotions. And if I do use a lotion, it's like um, cocoa body cream in a jar. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, no, I don't care who made it. I don't care if it's, you know, Vaseline, you know, baby magic. People with sensitive skin use a lot of baby products. Nope. I read the label. Did you, ever, did you ever hear, did you ever, did you ever hear about this product? I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I apologize. Um, yeah, right. Of Ambi. Ambi was one when I was growing up. Ambi. I never heard, oh. I don't hear about Ambi too much anymore. And that, that, that bleaching our skin. That Ambi. Yes, it was. It used to I want to get. Oh yeah. Oh yes. I used it religiously, and to this day, she got a light skin face and a brown skin body. There we go. There we go. Now. It was from Ambi. Mm-hmm. Yep. As one way. Now, be very careful too. If you have eczema, there are creams that they the same kind of creams that they're using so much and some of that Ambi stuff. They use, believe mm-hmm. it or not, some of that stuff inside the eczema cream. So be very. I have eczema, so that's why I'm very careful. What. What are you using my skin? Um, because it can also continue to make you burn. Like you mentioned about the burn, yeah. 
You can't put this stuff mm-hmm. in the sun. So I'm just saying we want to be a certain complexion, a certain this, and we think, oh, the light girls, they yeah, have they're people. having more fun. Dark skin, not having a good time. They're labeled. So it got to be that beauty within ourselves and our heart, you know, knowing how we feel about ourselves and, you know, shine that light to, to people realize that we are not our hair or our skin, but being mindful how we take care of our hair and our skin because it is very important. So I thank you, Gina, for calling in. I don't know if you have a piece you want to hear about that. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know I, I can. It's not, it's not a problem. I don't know um, if you had a piece. Yeah, I, I know yeah. sometimes you come on, you have something you want to share about, and that makes you, that, that heart, the heart of the topic comes out through um, your spoken word. So I'm going to get Miss T back sure. on after you're done. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I don't know. I didn't know if we were going to do something else, but I don't mind doing a piece about skin and hair by no means. Um, you know, it's, it, it's easy because it's something I deal with every day. Matter of fact, while I was in the shower earlier, I had to regulate the temperature because if you take a shower or a bath and the water is too hot, it initially allows your pores to seize up because of the heat. So actually, as long as the water is above the warm, it can be body temperature and you're fine. But if it's hotter than that, if you see steam, the bathroom is steaming up, you should probably cool that joint down a little bit. <laughs> It's not, it's, not, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It will, uh, I'm talking about instantly dry you out. So I'm, I'm going to a piece, and I'm, and I'm going to title it, actually, I'm not my hair. Because Lord knows I'm not. I'm not my hair. I was born with what they call good hair. I don't know who makes the rules, y'all, nor do I care. I never had to use a wide-tooth comb, and I never got my hair pressed on the stove. I'm thankful for that, if that's what good hair means, because as far as I'm concerned, whatever grows out of your scalp is your crown, and you're still a queen. You can be bald because illness, chemotherapy, or even a disease has taken the hair out of your scalp and left you with no tresses. That's okay, queen, because you're not a mess. You can wear a hat if you want to, or a wig if you choose to. That never worked for me. I'll tell you what I do. I put a little oil in the palm of my hand and rub it together with my other one and grease up my scalp and make it fine. Put on big earrings and lipstick and go outside and promise you, just fine. I didn't beat up on myself. I didn't judge me. I wouldn't listen to what other people had to say because they're them and I'm G. I don't worry about other people's opinions because if I do, I'd be sick every day worried about how you see me. The only thing that matters to me is how I see myself. I look in the mirror and I smile. When my hair has clumps of itself missing or when it's a full glory, it's asshole like I have today. I may not always put products on it to make it curly right away. Sometimes I leave it and I just let it be the asshole it was meant to be. But I have to protect my skin all the time even if I don't want my hair to be greasy. It's not a hand that I was dealt that I can't play. I have to just tell you one more time, I'm not in my hair. I'm Gina Storm. That's all I have to say. Wow. Snap, snap. Thank you, Gina. That's awesome. You're welcome. I, wish my <laughs> I appreciate you so much. I'm going to put you on the couch and sit you to the side a little bit. Let the next caller come. we got another caller. You guys, this, this Thank you. is hot tonight. This is a hot topic. You can come back in. I'll get you back in if you want to come back in and talk about this topic. All right? All right. I'm going to get 
All right. I'm going to get Ms. T to come on in. Uh, real quick, so that caller comes in. Oh, wow. Um, so this is a I am not my hair. I am not my skin, people. This is DJ Fully Joy on On Point Radio. If you haven't called in as of yet, come on, call. It's a hot topic. People getting in here, 605-562-0444, pound, one pound to listen in, and star two to conversate about this topic tonight, this hot topic, people. You got to get in here and get in the conversation. Uh, Ms. T, is Queen, you still in the building? Yeah, I'm still here, and shout out to you, Gina. That was a nice freestyle. Um, what I wanted to say about the skin part, about um, the bleaching, I have a best friend. He's been my friend. Hmm. Uh, I have helped his daughter when she was a preemie. We've been friends for probably like eight years now, and his wife, they African. She's darker than me, but she has bleached her skin and he told me she's been doing it since she was a little girl. And now they actually promoting and pushing it over there, especially like they ain't done enough to the people in Africa. But um, who is her name? Black China. How you have a name like Black China, but you bleaching your skin and you promoting it. But when you, like that's, that's so much more severe than just changing your hairstyle or your hair color. Um, because bleaching the skin is causing cancer at an alarming rate. Wow. It's not like a wig, something you can take on and off. It's not a rinse, which you can just wash out of your hair with shampoo. Um, When you do it, it actually turns your knuckles darker. And this is Mm. what I learned from the people who actually do bleach their skin, who probably won't call in because, you know, they don't want to get into people calling them stuff like fake and all of this stuff. But when you can tell people who bleach their skin because their knuckles will turn dark and their knees are around their eyes, and then they have to wear more makeup to try to blend in with the light skin part. But that's really, um, I don't know anybody who, I know probably like four, and I know that he told me it's like, People buying weed here in America is like that in Africa with the, like, you can go buy bleach cream out of any store out there. Yeah, um, but I don't know anybody who's done it or any success stories where they haven't had any, um, where it's been, like, free, like, safe. Everybody who has bleached their skin, eventually, after a few years, they're going to have some kind of health problems. And wow. So people should really, I can't even say people should look into it to find a um, safe a safe solution because it, there isn't one, really. There isn't a there's safe no safe. Solution. There's no safe solution. You're right. There's no safe solution to also, we think about also people getting cancer from these things that are happening too, Ms. T. Talk about that. We don't get to that topic at all. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it can, as detrimental. And if you're going to risk your life just to look lighter, and it goes back to just embracing who you are because um, even when, when I was growing up in school, the, the ones who was dark skinned got made fun of. But now you're seeing that some of the quote-unquote most beautiful models are this darker skin that is rarely seen. So 
to be different and to be unique is who we were made to be in the first place. None of us, none of our nationalities are all the same. So, um, you know, your hair, not so much your skin tone, but your hair usually could determine your nationality, usually. But nowadays, like I said, you just trying to, you'll be good trying to just have a real woman who have real emotions and feelings instead of worrying about how she's looking or what you wanted to look like. You know, because there's so many people out here that's just not even who they were born to be gender-wise that, you know, the hair just makes it just insignificant. <laughs> oh, well. So we have another call. I got to make sure when I meet the next man, he's a real man and not was born a woman and became a man. <laughs> You know, but that's another Ooh. subject. So I'm just going to and I know you got some good music, and I'm gonna enjoy the rest of your show. All right, I'm gonna get this call if I play my next track. I'm gonna, I want to do, I want to do, I want to play India Ire, but you know what? This is a hot topic. I'm gonna get her in next. Uh, welcome call. This is DJ Philly Joy, One Point Radio. Thank you for calling in. Who did I have the pleasure of speaking to on this evening? Uh, it's King Skater. Hey King, how are you? I'm good. I'm good on yourself. Um, awesome, awesome. This is a hot topic, you guys. I tell you, put it out there. But there's a lot going on in this world today, and we sometimes we shake our head, shaking my head. Sometimes we just shake our head at. We don't know people's story, the whole story, but they gotta do their research too, right? And find out where this stuff come from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I know. They do. I know. Um, and and my family, um, coming up. Um, our family is kind of split, split in half. We have the uh, the Rogers side and the Deloach side, and the Deloach side was pretty much the the fairer skin side. You know, the people on that side were pretty much, and it's just kind of like the, I guess the word, the way that we came up. You know, we always considered that the Deloach side was like the side to be on because everybody was like, you know. Oh, you know, she's beautiful or he's beautiful. They got the longer mm-hmm. hair and, you know, the fairer skin. And, you know, a lot of people from my side of the family found themselves wanting to to be like them. You know, it was a, you know, a lot of the, the women was, you know, was doing like weaves and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the lighter makeup, you know, trying to get from, you know, one shade of black to another shade of black. Wow. And... You know, sort of like those, those type of things kind of stuck with you when you were younger. Mm-hmm. You know, like me, I have, you know, I have like, you know, spots on my skin where, you know, they're, you know, like discoloration, some a little darker, you know, or lighter than the other parts of, you know, my face. And I always felt some kind of way about it because, you know, everybody, that's just the way everybody was coming up. You know, if you were, you know, lighter was, you know, lighter was, was right. You know, so, you know, that's something that, you know, inside you had to come up and sort of get a grasp on it that you were okay. You know, I mean, I had to, you know, I've always had good hair, but I wanted to have the the Jerry curl, the S curl, and all of that because that was acceptable. Uh, so, you know, it was like a point where you had to learn that, you know, you would just find how you were. You know, you didn't need all those those chemicals and 
all the other stuff in your hair, you know, just to have things natural. And, you know, that's it's very important. You know, now, you you know, when you're coming up, you teach your kids, you teach people, you know, teach the youngers early that you're fine as is. You know, you don't have to be like anybody. You're, you're beautiful as you are, and they come up secure in that, and they know it. You know, as opposed to letting the television and the the videos raise your family now. Well, some some do, and some don't. I have to go there because <laughs> I hear what you're saying. We do more of that, but it's still some people are still suffering from that identity crisis and a self-esteem issue. What about but what they see in the world? You follow what I'm saying? Some are going to go yeah. that family structure that's going to bring them up like that where they have that self-confidence and that self-awareness and loving who they are. Well, they'll hear that, hear that story about what the women went through during slave times and being colonized, and they can't always see the, now the, the self-confident businesswoman that carries herself with dignity, you know, and pride. You follow what I'm saying? So we still have that kind of issue sometimes mm-hmm. too. But, you know, I appreciate yeah. you calling that. that. That was great. That was great transparency. I, I can't say the same thing in my family with, with the hair issue. I don't know anybody in my, my family, we, we, we say it like this, that had, quote, unquote, good hair. <laughs> what does mm-hmm. that mean? Well, you, you just you explained it because that family had the long hair. They looked too, you know, light skin. You know, hey, these things we see with our eyes, but the bottom line is which, what, what does it all stem from? Not sometimes understanding the concept of loving who we are and really for real for a lot of times it's like that it's not everybody we said not everybody but i mentioned earlier about the women on the news i have not seen one sister that does a fro or that does braids on the news what does that say what does that say there's a job stigma still about how they wear their hair it has to be keep your your job it's deep I'm sorry, you saying something, King? No, no, that was um, designer was oh. saying something about the um, article. Oh, okay. Come on, they made oh. it. Yeah. apples and extensions and locks and all of that, but they they took his man back. Uh oh. Well, I didn't really, I didn't have a piece. So. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, That's my cool. I wanted- yeah my freestyle isn't up there. Up the game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play this track then. My next track I wanted to play anyway about for our topic was uh, NDIRE. I am not my hair, people. I know you're going to enjoy it. And Noah King, I really appreciate you. Always support. I thank you so much. Thank you, Desire. I know you guys are out there. I'm going to play this track and bring the next caller in. All right? All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you. Welcome. All right. India. What happened to her hair? Well, if I want to stay the close, so I want to rock, rock, that'll make a bit away from the soul that I got. Oh, little girl with the presents. Eighth grade, I got a Jerry curl. Thirteen, and I got a relaxer. I was a source of so much laughter. Fifteen, when it all broke down. Eighteen, and I went on natural. February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do. Because it was time to change my life. Because the woman that I am, 
97 dreadlocks all gone. I looked in the mirror for the first time and saw that hey, I am not my hair. I am not the skin. I am not your expectations. No, no. I am not my hair. I am not the skin. I am the soul that lives within. What's good her Good hair means curls and waves. Bad hair means you look like a slave. At the turn of the century, it's time for us to redefine who we be. You it off like a South African beauty. Got it on lock like Bob Marley. You can rock a straight like Oprah Winfrey. If it's not what's on your head, it's what's underneath. And say, hey, I am not my head. I am not this skin. I am not your expectations. No, I am not my hair. I am not this skin. I am the soul that lives within. Does the way I wear my hair make me a better person? Does the way I wear my hair make me a better friend? There's a way I wear my head determine my integrity. Breast cancer and chemotherapy took away her crown and glory. Promised that if she was to survive, she would enjoy every day of her life. On national television, her diamond eyes are sparkling. Both headed like a full moon shining, singing out to the whole wide world like, hey, hey, hey. like that 
it's pretty natural. It's pretty natural. And when you see my hair really rocking a, <laughs> rocking a real good curl, it's because I put some Vaseline in that bad boy. Um, some said put some castor oil in there. People did all kinds of stuff back in the day. We did natural stuff. I ain't seen no Crisco. I seen a show like that one time before, a movie, where they put some Crisco, put Crisco in everything, cook it with fried chicken and everything, but people put, put, put their stuff in there. <laughs> in their hair? Oh, wow. They did all kinds of stuff. And I read about the guys doing the wave. Because the guys don't get no kind of fleck about their hair. Only back in the day when they started working on them processes. Back in the day, it was a fad back then, and the, and the curls and stuff like that. But the guys got all that flack back then about when they was trying to do them waves and putting the do-rags on their head. They put the special soap in their hair. I was reading about that, and I don't know what the soap was called. But they would put leave the soap, have the soap in whatever, not really rinse it out, and leave it in their hair and tie the rag on real tight. I'm going to get the guys to come in. That's one of the comments. They just come back in and talk about that. What about the guys? Do you get, do you get um, stigma for your hair? Why? It's always the women, but... How do you want your women to also carry themselves in appearance-wise as far as their hair? What do you think that would be a problem? You know, I want, to, I want to hear God's perspective, too, as well, about the women and what you think about women carrying themselves in this world today. So I'm going to have to get DJ Chill, Mr. On Point, to get in the conversation. With another caller um, on the air. I don't think we have another caller, but people call in, 605-562-0444. Push that, 146277-POUND. One pound to listen in and star two to go live on air and get in the conversation. This is a hot topic, hot topic, coming on the real tip because we see things. We don't always say stuff and <laughs> always say stuff. But we've got to get in here, get Mr. On Point on with his opinion. I don't think any more callers to put their hands up. Yeah, put your hands up, people. I see you out there listening. Put your hands up. All right? All right, here we go. Um, Mr. On Point, you in the building for this conversation tonight? <laughs> peace, peace, power, blessings, praise. Listen, listen. Are you, are you sure you want me to comment on this? <laughs> well, I need a man's perspective. I did have King on it. He gave his part about growing and up and different things like and that. I, and I agree. Know. I agree with that brother. I agree with what that brother was saying. Um, I heard Miss Kid Queen um, earlier in the show say um, something to the effect of it's not about self-hate. Um, i got to disagree with that. You have artistic and creativity, and then you have self-hate. Right? And now I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to talk honestly with you because I have a 12-year-old and a now 18-year-old. And my 18-year-old be giving my 12-year-old these looks now because my 12-year-old hair is so long and it's thick. It's thick. You know what I mean? And that was one of the issues that growing up a lot of black females had when they had thick hair. They call it, quote, unquote, coarse. Coarse hair. You know what I'm saying? When you had coarse hair, you got teased. Your hair was nasty you know, all of these things, and that is the self-hate that still exists to this day. Don't get me wrong. There are some people out there who are creative with their hairs and things of that nature. Um, but you mentioned something about slavery. Let's talk about that for a minute, right? Okay. Let's think about slavery. 
that black woman who had short hair with with today people would call bald head. You know, nappy hair. And she had to look at her counterpart, look at this white woman with long, flowing, stringy hair. Do you not think that did something to her character, to her self-esteem, if she even had any during slavery? Because, you know, slavery was an ill time for us, right? So do we think that these women did not have a self-hatred about them? Now move on as time goes, and black men that get successful begin to um, get white women when they, when they, you know, become successful. Do you not think that this had anything to do with a woman's self-hatred or low self-esteem? You see what I'm saying? So, of course, there is some, I'm not saying all women, I'm not saying all females or all black females. I'm not saying um, majority. I'm just saying it does exist, and self-hatred is a big reason for it, right? Um, okay. So when she, it started with the perm, right, the perm. And I heard Ms. T mention about cancer with cream. Well, cancer also comes with those chemicals that you put in your scalp. And even more so because it gets right to that per that point that brain that brain. I remember people would let uh, I would see girls and even guys let a perm stay in their hair too long, and they would have burn marks as if they got burnt by a straightening comb or something on their head because that's how long they let the perm stay in there. But you have to remember when you put chemicals in your skin, whether it's your head your arms, whatever part of your body, you have to know your massaging chemicals into your bloodstream. So it's going to be some type of effect. There is no safety with that. You understand what I'm saying? There is no safety with that. Um, I, I feel like, I feel, and I tell my daughters this all the time, you have the best type of hair that there can be because your hair can do everything. Those other races' hairs, can't, it can't do everything. You see what I'm saying? And what bothers right. me is that we rush out to try and do what other races' hair do when other races' hairs are trying to, they're trying to do what our hair do. I still cringe when I see a white woman with braids or a white dude with braids. I still cringe when I see a white woman or a white man with dreadlocks. You see what I'm saying? I cringe at these moments because it's like, why? Why? Like, stay with your culture, let us stay with our culture. You know what I mean? So in that situation, it bothers me. Now, to those females who like to be creative and stuff like that, it's nothing wrong with that. But what happens is they began to be excessive with it. You see what I'm saying? Ain't nowhere in hell you came to work on Monday with a bob and you came to work the following Monday with hair down your back. I, I, don't, I don't care what your purpose for that is. It, it's not real. Remember, I'm going to get you, sucker. Remember that movie? Some parts about it. 
Yeah, I'm here. I remember. Do you, you remember when the lady took off her eyelids? I mean, her eyelashes. She took off her wig. She took off her leg. That's what it reminds me of, and especially <laughs> when a person like Beyonce, when Beyonce sing a song like "I Woke Up Like This." No, the hell you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> and as a man, what I lay down with when I roll over in the morning, I want to see that. You see what I'm saying? We can't even get it in because I got to wait a half hour for you to take your wig off, place it nice on whatever, you know, you know you're putting it on. You got to take off the eyelashes. You got to take all this stuff off before we can even get it in. I'm tired now. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion as a man. But men, males ain't getting no better because now they have this thing where you can get a fake beard. And you can get fake oh. no. way. They draw the wave, they draw the hairline, they spray the paint, they put the chap on with the wave. Like, I'm telling you, what? men have become femin- feminized, bad. And it's starting with the going to the, the nail salon and getting their nails and their feet and all of that stuff done. That's not what a man do. I don't care what nobody says. That's not what a man do. That's too much attention on a man. And that's why we're putting on fake beards and we're putting on fake uh, hair now, too. You see what I'm saying? We just got, we got as bad as the female. And you're going to tell me it's not a self-identity crisis? You're going to tell me it's not a, 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 a complex? It's not self-hatred? Come on, man. Wow. All of that comes with low self-esteem. All of it. Be, be what happened to, here's my question for listeners and for you, DJ Philly George. If the creator is perfect and make no mistakes, then why are you going behind him and redoing or trying to beautify how he made you? If he's perfect and he makes no mistakes. That's all I'm asking. Now, a woman could be just as creative with her natural hair as she could be just like a male. He get his hair cut. That's grooming. That's grooming. Now you see the guys who wear the afros and they take a sponge and they, you know, roll the sponge around their hair so it's nappy. Or it looks nappy. And then they shape it up and give it a neat look. That's cool. That's creative naturally. Whether it's cutting and wavy or whether you sponge it, you know, glue it out and sponge it, whatever. A female can be just as creative with her hair. The problem is a female, a black woman, will tell you in a minute, it takes forever to do my hair. I ain't got all that time. So a laziness also comes with this. But you're not going to hear women say this stuff because they don't want to keep it 100. They're going to make me sound like I'm hating, I'm mad, or I'm just – they're going to make me make it out to be like I'm just making this up. But the reality is women don't want to stand in no mirror. And I remember when females were standing in the mirror the day before do their hair, and throw a scarf on so when they woke up, all they had to do was comb it out. I remember those days. But you got to call it, so I'm going to fall back. I'm going to just say this. I don't mind a female who has locks. I don't mind a female who even wears braids, because braids is the closest thing. I don't mind that. And I know a female hair is time consuming. I know that. So if she got braids and just want to get up and go, I'm okay with that. But that long-ass weave, I can't do it. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Short haircut. I'm cool with that. I don't want it short wow. like a boy because you look too much like me. 
know what I'm saying? Even though it is sexy and attractive on some women. Just not for me. You know what I mean? But if it got the little hair on the top, you know, and it's, it's rocking nice, I'm cool with that. I just don't like the excessiveness and the eyelashes and the, the long weaves and the different color weaves. I can't stand the yarn in the hair. That makes you itch, too. You know I'm, I'm sure yarn <laughs> makes you that itch. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, mean, I don't know. It's a fine line between creativity and, and self-hatred or laziness. That's my opinion on it. Well, but we you got a caller here, so. Thank you, Mr. CEO, Mr. Point. You got you got a lot of good opinions there. You got girls, so I know you got a lot of details about that. So that's something you got to deal with. And they're going to go through their different yeah. changes, I hope. <laughs> and you'll be right there, I'm sure, in the forefront. Let them know, look, what you like and what you don't like. And that's what they got to do. Hey, here we go. Welcome well, to the caller. You actually got two callers. You actually had two okay. hands up. So we're going to take the first one, and then we'll go to the next one. Just know I love my my beautiful black women. I know that. I know that. Welcome, call. This is DJ Sully Joy on On Point Radio tonight for Joyce Hope. How are you this evening? Who am I speaking to? What's going on? She give me joy, joy, (laughs) joy, joy. What's going on? (laughs) Sully Joy, you already know it's your girl, Lady T. Mr. On Point is off. Josenberger, he went bananas just now. He's like, I don't want color, no yarn. Like, <laughs> I just want it easy breezy, yo. I'm going to let you get some braids in that joint. But other than that, nah, nah. But I agree. You know, at the end of the day, I was actually trying to jump in, and I'm so glad, you know, he had the opportunity to speak all the way through because I do agree with the fine line between creativity and self and self-hatred because I, I was want to say that, you know, there are many people who – one, yes, I remember G-Ride, myself, family, we used to, my ears was burnt every weekend on a Sunday, okay, with the hot comb. So I know about pressing and curling the night before and wrapping it up and don't move too much because your head going to sweat from the root and it's just going to be a whole catastrophe. I remember that. But can you think about how demanding with the times that have evolved that at some point, that's why I said, you know, I agree with the creativity and self-sabotage that there is a, a, a line, fine line. However, some people, and I think more than not, that because of just the, the evolution of things, it didn't, it no longer became those women who back in the day wanted to become something that they felt like they were inferior to, like that was above them. Like, you know, oh, the light-skinned girls with the pretty long hair and the this, that, and the third. And, and then, like, look how time has changed to where, you know, us colored women, we wouldn't be – now we won't be caught dead with a perm or anything other than our natural. But for myself, I'm going to tell you what actually um, kind of, like, gave me a little – uh, what is it called? It's kind of like a little scare or like a question mm-hmm. in regards mm-hmm. because I, because so many men and women both would always say, Daddy, you know, you look nice with your hair natural. Oh, I like when your hair is out and this, that, and the third. But, like, it is consuming. Short, long, that's why a lot of times I will chop my hair off. But then I have to deal with also when you chop your hair off or you're a woman like myself where I don't like a lot of people on my head, if any at all. If you see, mm-hmm. and y'all can tell, y'all know me, y'all look on my page, I change my hair sometimes three times a day type, type joint. So every month, Lady T is going to give you a different flavor, not because I don't know who I am or anything like that, but because if I can't get to a barbershop that's not going to make me get out that chair and look like a robocop, or something crazy, then 
you know, I have to compromise. I have to get a nice little, you know, wig or whatever to make sure that at least I'm going out presentable because if I'm not, then I'm either wearing my head in a hair wrap and I have to deal with that or, you know, my head being hot with that, or I'm going out looking a mess because to power to the people, I'm all natural. But, you know, even with the men, it's like, although, yes, you people have to love the skin that they're in and you love your partner and all of that good stuff, but understand, like, not for nothing, if you and your boys, say if your woman was, like, literally not even of the time at all, every time y'all go out with your boys, your shorty got, I'm a thrift shopper, so I can't say thrift shopper, but I'm saying, like, homemade-looking clothes on, like, like where where you get her from? She Because she won't put – she want to be so natural because my man don't want anything, you know, Europeanized on me. I'm coming out and not my to my best self. Not that I'm not my best self, but enhancement is everything. You know, you put on clothes that make you look good. So if there are different things, cosmetics and things like that, that will enhance, I don't think that it has to go to the line of self-hatred. And that's why I agree with you, Mr. Um, on point, where you said that there is a fine line, and it is. But what I will say is I've recognized more for my sisters like myself who love being natural, but sometimes I can't do my hair, and I'm not letting everybody hands in my head. That's just not an option. Mm-hmm. I did it before, and my and I knew it for a fact. When I let them Africans in my hair, no disrespect to my people, my hair broke off from the root. Right. If I had a bald spot in the middle of my hair, I was crying because I had not let nobody in my hair for years, almost seven years, and finally I was like, my hair growing, I'm making enough money where I could spend $180 to get my braids done. Chow, chicken, fish, and cookies. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> braids. From real Philly Joy, my braids was dropping out like she velcroed them to my head. I had so much anxiety, and it and it scared me so bad to where you won't. Nope, no. I cut my own hair, like the short hairstyle that I have now. I cut that. I didn't go to the barbershop to get it done. My hair was nice and full, and I was like, you know, sometimes my hair is my fault. And if it's too much going on, I'll be feeling like ripping my hair out, so I'll just shave it all off. And so that's what happened. Um, back short, but. Yeah, and, and with the bleaching and things like that, um, it's so weird because the, it, it, we always talk about this. It, it's so funny because any conversation and topic we have on here, I always feel like it goes back to the fact that these people just, they don't even know. Like, it's weird because I don't even know if they know that they're self-hating themselves because it just seems like it's just the times and we're just moving with things. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you can barely even go to the store and wear what you want to wear because no store is, I mean, I'm a 32-year-old woman. I like to wear mature, you know, dresses that at least come to the knee, that's not provocative and sleazy, you know what I mean? Like, but it's very hard for me to go out there and find it unless I'm going to the black and white market, which is astronomical belief price, you know what I mean? It's, it's just hard. So, some of these women, I, and for myself, I feel like unless I'm wearing my clothes that I've had forever or creating an outfit, sometimes I have to conform to these horrible, the horrible attire that they have for me in these stores. <laughs> I'm sorry. But <laughs> you know what? I, I hear, yes, I like people still make their clothes. And even like right now, you know, when I, when I think about how I was brought up, uh, my mom made my clothes. I would be different from everybody because my mom would always, I don't care if it was a, a blanket or a sheet, whatever it might have been. She made all of our quilts and our comforters, things like that. She made her curtains. My mom made, she was always sewing. So she made me skirts and shirts and different things like that. You know, I thought it was different from everybody, but I hear what you're saying, but it also could be a thing where it's like 
not the best because it's like homemade. Even though it's really homemade, it's not homey, but homemade. But because you can get from, you can get from a store that you didn't go to Sears or Macy's, they're like, oh, you you look all right, you know, because your mom ain't the best sewer, but that's what she had. That's what she had to work with. She had a big family, so she learned how to work with her hands. But nowadays, there's not very many of that kind of stuff going on, like even the homemade cooking, make stuff from scratch. So there's a whole other shift in our our womanhood. Yes, we do need time savers. Yes, we do. I agree that doing your hair naturally is a lot of work. It takes mm-hmm. time. The twisting and the twist out, the twist in. So mm-hmm. braiding, it, braiding is, very, is, a, is a very, very, very good way to maintain your hair. But the sitting, the time you have to sit, you got to plan that as well. Let's okay, eight, eight hours. Eight hours. Like, I don't even yeah. care if mm-hmm. you're telling me six. That's, damn yep. it, I mean, I'm paying you for a whole shift. I would be doing that work, bro. Like, what you mean? 180 yep. bones for that? Like, for you to yep. rip my brains out, though. Like, the logic behind that never even made sense to me. That's why I learned how to braid my own hair. I got five sisters. so And it's so weird because I'm wow. the only one of my siblings that know how to do hair and braid. Well, yes, they have my niece walking around looking like pickaninnies, but I mean, like, I love it. In addition, in addition <laughs> to that, um, Dad, I had a thought when you were saying that. You know well, what? And it goes to show, and we always have to go back to how they, oh, my God, they are so trifling. Just when you recognize the things that this world, I, I, want, I can't wait to get out the U.S. of A because it, this place right here is just so funny. Mm. But this they did this, that's a perfect thing as far as like even what they put in the stores it's no reason why every single store me and my we were i was driving the other day and me and my homie were in the car and we seen this store and i know for a fact that they were kids from high school coming out this store that looked like a condom kingdom attire so it was condom kingdom wear let's say, but it was like a regular clothing store, but these are high school students coming out of there, and in front of the store, it's like see-through and sheer and just provocativeness. Wow. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, come on. Any store that I remember that had any type of class and anything that was for our kids that, you know, was going to be good for them, they shut them down. Why every store that, you know, promotes anything great for the community, whether it be for books, hair, hygiene, whatever, they always get – you know, exiled out, and I totally get it because, you know, before we had, I always talk about before we had these systems, that there was a guile system, G-U-I-L-E-D, which was mm-hmm. like basically where the community set forth laws and, and prosecutions on X, Y, Z, or to say, oh, you can bring your building, your company into our community. It's like five people on the panel of each community type thing. So I, I know that those people who are in line, yo, I'm sorry. I'm going on a tangent. DJ Philly Joy, it goes Take down to this. I went to a board meeting just now for the African um, African Historical and Com- Culture Commissions, right? Mm-hmm. Went to this meeting, and I wanted to be a part of it. A friend, of, A girlfriend of mine, quote, unquote, has been trying to keep me from this meeting because in me inviting her over to the house, I wanted to hear her. I wanted to talk to her and hear what she was going to say. So I found out that basically she was taking stuff from my company and presenting it to the art commission. 
right, about, you know, different things that I do, she was involving that in the Arts Commission. So she was trying to keep me from going to these meetings because she, she knew that I would hear some things that were going to be closely related to BCW. But I, I, I knew that. So I kind of set her up. I'm like, well, when's the next meeting? This was last Tuesday. I brought her over to the house. We did a little meeting, whatever. So um, I go to the meeting. I call her today. Hey, girl, what time is the meeting? She's like, what meeting? I'm like, the meeting, the secret society meeting, the one you're trying to keep me from. She like, oh, girl, it's 6 o'clock. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going. She was like, you are? I was like, yeah. Long story short, I get to one place that I thought it was. She was like, I'm here. I'm like, well, where are you at? It was at another place. So she thought that was going to distract me. I'm like, girl, I'm coming. Here I come. I'm seven minutes away. I peer them down there. I go in. I'm sitting at this table. They, they open up the meeting. They start talking. Long story short, this is in my city of Camden County, that, and, and these people have their hands into all types of involvements in the community. Why I sit there with, I mean, some officials, people who be walking around here like chest puffed out and everything, they don't, they just, they don't care. They sit in there, and, and the things that's supposed to be going on in the community, they were talking in the minutes, and she was just like, we're going to table that. Oh, we're going to table this, and we're going to table that. And I looked at that woman, mm. and I knew in my heart, I'm like, oh, this is the woman who's taking all the money. This is why it's no community outreach programs for our women. It's reasons, reasons why there's no, you know, service centers for X, Y, and Z, Elemental P, because this is the meeting that takes place. And I was like, wow. wow. But I said all that to say that, it, I feel like any person that has a say-so or a position in the higher-ups in politics and, and fashion and this, that, and the third ends up conforming to really separating us from the truth, the, you know, the truth. Like they be having such a, 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 a space where they can get us back involved, and it's like they push us farther and farther away. Because I was deterred. I was distracted. I went there. I wanted to be a part of it. I came home. I was like, I don't want nothing to do with that thing because I can see myself having a screaming match every time we have the meeting because she wanted to table everything. She wanted to. She didn't want to discuss this. She didn't want to talk about that. But I'm like, these are the things that are, you know, important. Probably important. That's right. I asked a question, right. and, asked a question and, and she didn't even want to. She didn't even want to. Answer the question. She was like, enough. oh, that's not at this meeting here. I'm like, oh, okay. She probably well, didn't even like, acknowledge no. you that you were in the room because she didn't want you to even come. But, Miss T, the thing yeah. that I wanted to ask you real quick, I got another call that's on the line. Sorry. Have you ever, have you ever mentioned about the bleaching creams and the skin stuff as you're coming up in your neighborhood or even in your, as a child and family life, have you ever experienced any kind of, um, I would say, discrimination like, in that respect? No. Never. Um, That's family awesome. members or friends that had Villalago, um, I know a couple of them who, you know, end up doing it for the, those purposes, but no one that um, wanted to. I think I heard one or two incidents, and I was shocked. I'm like, what type of cream is that? And I've used um, Ambi, which is supposed to be like a lightener, but it was for my dark mark. Mm -hmm. But other than mm -hmm. that, not me personally in, in any area that I've been affiliated with have I heard anybody that bleached their skin. Wow, or, or awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's unusual. But my mom, my mom actually already was light-skinned, but my mom actually had the stuff in the house. She had Ned and Nola in the house. So I'm going to get this next caller in, Miss T. So we can okay. get, do you have any like, final words you want to say to get the next caller in? No, no, the topics is good. I'm, I'm uh, into it. I'm still here. I know. I thank you for your input. <laughs> so I'm going to get the next You're caller welcome. in right now. You can stay, you can stay on, the, on, the, on the couch, and I've got to get you back in here. All right? I hope Hi. I can. Okay. All right, all right. Welcome, Carl. This is DJ Philly Joy. 
on your on Joy's Hope tonight, and I hope that you have something hot to say about this topic, which is hot tonight. Welcome, whoever pleasure speaking to tonight. Wait, you say you hope that I have something hot to say? Joy and pain, like sunshine and rain, all to the joy, joy, all that joy, joy to the world, to the deep blue sea, joy to you and me, you know. (laughs) (laughs) About the topic. Uh, I'm not the topic. (laughs) All right. Mr. Yes, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Yes, sir. How you doing this evening, brother? All right. All right. So you heard, you've seen the, you've seen the, uh, the photo out there. This topic is something else, brother. Wow. So I don't know what you experienced as far as, uh, you know, let's get you right, right from here. Your perspective, because I need a male perspective again. Mr. On Point gave his. Um, how do you feel about your woman wearing all the different things or things you've seen out here? And what do you think about it? Have you ever asked anybody why they wear their hair that way or why they, why they bleach their skin? Like, what have you experienced with, you know, females and growing up or oh. now? Yeah. How about Honestly, I, I really, I, I'm more against bleaching the skin. To me, it's just, <clears throat> I oh, and I hate seeing my black women do this. You had bleach like like little Kim, bleach the skin. No, no, I no. That turns me wow. off. I, because it takes the blackness away. I am attracted to black women, not bleach women. Um, as far as the hair, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. Understand some women, and I've talked to some women who wear wigs uh, um, because they don't. Have enough. They don't have enough money to get the hair done. They'll put the wig on until they get the hair done. More like a, you know, um, <clears throat> even uh, I, I, I don't like the difference. If a woman go get a weave that matches her hair, that's fine. But the different color weaves, I don't think that's sexy at all. You know what I mean? I don't think that the pink and red and all that, that's not sexy to me. Uh, creativity? You know, if it's an extension, yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, rainbow hair, I think that is, uh, it's not sexy to me at all. Uh, but if it's like an extension, it's like it matches your hair, matches a woman's hair, oh, okay, that's cool. For all that rainbow stuff like that, no, nah, I can't get with that. Uh, I, I think that, you know, and I, I was just a telling point. Um, to me, bleaching your skin is a common, almost look like a, a, a place of self-hatred, not liking the skin that you're in, you know? Okay. Almost like mm-hmm. being shameful of uh, being that color. You do... I mean, it's almost like what uh, Malcolm X would talk about. Want to bleach your skin to get like the white man. Black. Want to be so bleached up to look like white folks. Well, Who taught you? Wow. I mean, when I think about the black woman, 
I do think about Malcolm X's speech, about who taught you. Because some people, when you have that self-hatred and you want to be something that you're not, um, it causes, like, uh, uh, confusion. I mean, uh, you know, God don't make mistakes, you know? So when I feel like when people do such things, they're saying that God made a mistake. That's how I feel. But I don't feel like God makes mistakes. I believe that. And and, and black people should be proud of of, of being uh, in their skin. Don't bleach. Mm -hmm. And women don't raise rainbow colors. I mean, it's tacky. Well, you know what? This is, this is Mr. On Point made a point about something about creativity, and so did um, Lady T about the creative creativity aspect. Um, also, a time was put in there as, as far as the time aspect. Have you ever heard a woman say, oh, it just saves me a lot of time. This is why I do what I do. But the time that goes into getting those things done, that's time as well. So what do you think about that? Is that, is that a good excuse? <laughs> to say yeah, I agree with the creativity. I think that it's good to be creative. Um, I, I think that, you know, when one wants to have her done, it's one thing to have her hair done in the style or something like that, curled up or something like that, you know, her hair put in a certain kind of style and having the rainbow extensions. I, to me, I, I believe that's tacky. I know, you know kids are doing it now. And All I the kids, little, little, you, you've seen it with the little kids too. Have you noticed that they want their yeah, hair? Yeah, I mean, my mom, my mom, my mom did not allow my sister to, to do that, to do no, no such thing. That didn't happen around here. You, you, you look like that. Mhm. You know, I recently, and, and they escaped the natural part of it. Right. Did you ever watch the Alpha Kappa Alphas? Um, when they do their, um, I think they call them some kind of, um, it's called the prousing or the promo. When they do their um, thing together when they do their, um, it's not pledging, but it's a whole, they wear the same uh, garb. They cover their hair till they get into the um, different things. Have you seen them pledging when they, they take their hair a whole lot and everything like that? I went to. Have you seen them pledge and the pearls uh, they wear? I went to college. Mm-hmm. They had AKAs and Alpha Kappa Alphas and Kappa Kappa Alpha Psi, Omega Sapphire, uh, um, Zetas, Sigma uh, uh, Sigmas, uh, all that. You know, mm-hmm. went to college and went to steps <clears throat> and actually seen step shows. You know, well, uh, uh, back in the day. Well, listen to this. This is a little bit more than a step show. Think about this. Okay, so if you YouTube this, you probably kept pull it up or you probably um, see it. It was recently a couple weeks ago. So a question that I posed up, I got pulled it up on the um, computer. It says, why do the ladies of Alpha, Alpha, Kappa Alpha shake their hair? Is it just snootiness or is it there a deeper meaning? So people be thinking about getting into these sororities and stuff. They want to know what, what it's all about. These are smart women. They're college students. They're college graduates. So um, the person that answered the question said, your question is interesting to say the least. Other than the fact that women of Alpha, Kappa Alpha, Sorority Incorporated have always been known as the pretty girls who wear 20 pearls. When we shake our hair 
and seeing, looking in a hand mirror, because that's what they do. I watched the whole thing. It's just to demonstrate how pretty we are. There is no significance, okay? It's all vanity. That came from a, a member of the thing. And it said they don't need, they don't need to strive for raising self-esteem in their members because they're all proud women. They're already, but when they pulled the thing off their hair, the majority of them had long hair down to their, past their shoulders and their back. There was, I could count, was 112 women. Out of the 112 women that was on that display, that I would say a handful, maybe 10, all sisters, 10 of them, I'll give them 12, had their hair in curly afros. That was probably their hair that was a little bit shorter. But most of them had long you know, hair. You know, it's interesting. My mother's an AKA and my sister's an AKA. Wow. Yeah. Okay. My mom is well, a so proud that's... AKA, my sister proud, proud one too. So your experience with that, you didn't notice they did that as far as the shows and the pledging and things like that that they do? You didn't, you didn't experience any of that with them? Well, I've never seen my sister really do that. I mean, I've seen her step, and uh, and when she was online, I didn't really see my sister like that because they own you own a, um, you just getting online, you really don't do much, you know, prohibited to do them so much. So, uh, I mean. They have high goals. They have high standards and high goals. Um, yeah, they do. The they do have high standards. Mm-hmm. They, they do have it. Yep. They have a high yep. uh, standards. Me, I was going uh, Omega Sapphire, but that's another story. <laughs> so I bought that up for a reason, Mr. Omega Sapphire. I bought it up for a reason because I'm just going into about the hair thing. I want to play another, another track for y'all real good about just loving who we are. But there was a song by Solange, and you want to finish up with your um, comments about this topic? I like what you said, too, that you like your women to be natural. And there's nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that at all, because we have to be who we are. And you love your black women. I self said that. He loves his black women. Yes. And I think that we've lost um, the naturalness, definitely, of who we are. Yes, in the time-saving aspect. But... When we were kids, we just used to be on the porch doing each other's hair. We didn't charge each other because we just we did it. But never think that they would pay hundred and two hundred something dollars. People get their hair done today. It's a lot of money, a lot of money. Right. There is a stigma. I, I, the I, stigma is still there. The stigma there. I love my you I don't. love my black women. I love my black women strongly, and I just love when black women just look their best. Honestly, because mm-hmm. there's nothing more beautiful than seeing to me. And I'm not saying, let me just say this. Every woman is beautiful in their own way. There you go. But I'm just getting particular black. Because I want to, oh, you're sort of like, oh, you want to know, hell, get the hell out your damn feelings. Okay. Um, I just, I'm, I'm talking about my black woman, the black woman. Ain't nothing. Okay. Like seeing a black woman coming out looking real beautiful. I mean, yeah. her hair looking real like a, you know, like a a black woman with with a nice dress on and her hair done. You know what I mean? And she's just looking all kinds of like she just that woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. She got standards and stuff like that. Look at gorgeous. Well, we hope, 
And we hope that we can a gorgeous black woman. We hope we can continue to bring that back now in these days because we need we need more of that. So thank you for your comments. Mr. Charismatic Automatic is a building people. We're going to play this track real quick, Mr. Charismatic, because we're getting towards the end of the hour, and I'll get you guys back in to make your comments and tell me um, things that you want to tell me. Okay? Is that okay? This track. Oh, you know, joy, all that joy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. This is called Black is Beautiful. So you guys can... Wow. 
That's beautiful. I got turned on to that, that song, believe it or not, by my 11-year-old granddaughter, um, who's been going through some different things as far as um, her chocolate skin. That song is called Black is Beautiful. It's by Mayade, M-A-Y-Y-A-D-D-A. Um, that's what it's published, but the person that's singing is somebody different. But you know what? That's the whole point of the show is just to get into, you know, get your opinions out, get your things, that, your struggles out, what you've been through. And I know that I, that I can tell you, too, I suffer from that bottom line is because back in the day, I'll tell you, like I said before about the wearing the wig when I was young, I was very young. I think that kind of scarred me because I think I wanted to just continue to have my hair long and I worked with different, I went to school with a, a mixed school, um, white and black. I got bused to school. There's a lot of things that you don't know your children are going through. So talk to your children. I know that we don't think about that because these children one day will be grown adults and you don't know what struggles that they can deal with. And this is some of the, some of the outlets that we're having today, I think, because we stop talking to having a conversation. Yes, we do have Black History Month. Wow. One month, 28 days, the smallest month of the whole year, 29 when it's a leap year. So 365, you're not just black 28 days, you're 365 black. So that's a whole history of things we need to know about our culture and our people and what we need to do is overcome the stigma as far as that, as far as who we are and the outlash of having Hollywood or the outcome of having Hollywood dictate how we carry ourselves and who we are. Yes, we have overcome, but there's a lot of people that still need to be overcome, still need to overcome. And this this year, people, this happened this year, last year, we have three Miss Black Americans or three three um, African American women or Black American women that are now Miss Miss USA, Miss America, and Miss Teen USA. Wow, that's the first ever, 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 ever. So how beautiful are these women? I don't see. I didn't see a lot of whole all kinds of stuff, makeup and different things. Like they probably had to have that because of the different thing and showboating their talents and gifts and all that kind of stuff. But it was meant to happen, meant to be for a reason. This this year, bring that out. Three of the top pageants have women that are of African American descent. So I thought it would be awesome to talk about. I guess I got another caller on the line and I believe that caller is DJ Jill in the building. How are you, brother? Good evening. Shit, I'm out of control. <laughs> you serious right now? I'm freaking out of control. I ain't gonna lie to you. The heck with that. God said, hello. I said, you know what? Stop playing with me. And then you're gonna have a show about women. I was just on the news just now, Channel 10, 3, 6, and freaking out, no. Because Rochelle just won the sheriff, you know, the lady, and she had a natural, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like you talking about the hair, the natural, locks and stuff like that. So I keep telling all the fellas out there, women, because I, I watch them, I know them so well, I love them, you know what I mean? <laughs> but women, if you have a woman, and she ain't got all that stuff on, and she just natural, and she wake up, and you look at you like, damn, you fine. Then when she put that stuff on, it's even better. But imagine the head. You ain't got to worry about all the extra credit, all the extra money, because she's just being natural. 
Like back in the day in Africa and overseas, they do everything that they ain't got to. What do you think? They're going to go to the Chinese thing in Africa? You serious right now? Look, this is a beautiful thing that you're doing because it brings, well, for the other people that's making money off of um, everybody's, you know, hair and just making money off of people, they're mad. But if you could bring back the essence of black and whoever you might be, <laughs> and have that act. Even the Indian ladies, look at their hair. Young Indian, come on, man. But when you ain't got it, that ain't our fault. God made you who you is. Problem is, you got to find out who you want to be. You want to be this or you want to be that? Are you popular or are you something right? Because once you ain't got that extra stuff to put in your hair or stop making it, or if they make it so high-priced that you can't afford it anymore, what would you do? Huh. What in the world would you do? You already know food prices are going to go high. So is there going to be a difference now where if you want to eat food, you have to pay all this money, but if you want to get your hair done, it's going to be cheaper? Ooh, wait. So I applaud you right now, you know what? <laughs> because I know you. You keep it natural. You have shine time the option. What? I don't know. But you waking up the surgeries. And some of these young ladies are really starting to come out natural. And I, I see it a little bit at a time. It's not a lot, lot, but they are popping out like high demand. Right. And you're just like, wow, look at that. And then you can see the real natural beauty. And then hopefully the brothers out there can say amen or be able to comprehend or be able to hold that woman like she supposed to be held with love, not with, oh, I'm authority. Ah, I ain't going to get your hair done. Ah, and then, you know, it's a, it's a control thing. <laughs> then women are like, well, I get my own hair done. You know what I'm saying? I guess she like, I'll get all hair done. Or she'll get some other man to get it done. He's like, well, how you get your hair done? My girlfriend lying. Let me ask but then you that's when you come to the point of once you lie, you're going to always lie in another lie. You're going to be caught in your lie. Now you look stupid like a lie. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. So I'm just saying, like, you dropping this really, really, really good stuff, and I'm loving what I'm hearing, and the skin... <laughs> I saw today, I was just walking, you know, doing campaign and helping, you know, the campaign politicians, whatever. And I noticed this one lady, she was walking. I said, why is she walking like that? You know, white lady, she's walking. She walking with a little, like a, a thing. Then I looked at her back, because she was going down the steps. And there's like scabs and everything. I was like, oh, shoot. So I made sure I get too close, because I was like, I hope she died, Jesus. Don't, don't you better not touch me. And that's a freak mode, because, you know, you're going to think like that, but you'd be scared when you see some of these swords or open swords on people's faces, and you try not to look at them. Thank God I wear sunglasses. But some of these people get a nervous reaction to some of these chemicals that they put mm-hmm. in these daggone new freaking brand new people. Let me be ignorant. The food that you're eating, back in the day, it was good food. Now it's tasting funny. So imagine what they're doing with the new 
freaking stuff you put in your face and in your hair. Somebody out there is like, we're going to take something marvelous. What are we going to do? We're going to let it decay. But we're going to let it decay inside of them and outside of them in like a five-year span so they really can't tell it was us. What do you mean by decay? We're going to make them disintegrate. We're going to make them dissolve. We're going to make their hair fall out. We're going to make them die. We're going to make them feel so awkward where though they don't even want to see nobody. They don't even want to come outside. They will not want to go to work if they face look like a pilgrim that just got smashed. That's kind of sad. But if you look at it for real, for real, and how technical and suave that these people and these technos, technicians is and these hackers is, everybody's trying to find a shortcut to freedom. What's the freedom? Your money. That's freedom. I'm so sorry I had to be ignorant. But somebody had to get it sideways. Because when you go front, straight up and down, y'all still can't see it. So we got to come from the side of smacking your left poof. Maybe it'll come out. Maybe it'll stay in. Until then, you just got a friend. Wait a minute. I love what you're doing, girl. I, I, I just, I don't like to talk to some people say, I can't understand what he's saying. He loses me. He throws me way up in the air and I can't even freaking fall down. Well, try falling down. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate Thank your comments. You got, don't, don't hang up yet. Just give us your following before you go come back in because I know it's just getting late in the show. So just give us My following. My follow. Okay. I got a follow. Oh, ooh. All right. Mm, oh, no. do, you ha- do you have a following? Yeah, we got a follow. Robin's Governor City DJ Show. Call ID 143 341 pound. And I, I, I'm sorry for the people that missed last time. But if we could do this time, the topic is can your head handle information? Or is information too much for you to handle? I now will be asking and telling certain individuals that may just call in to explain themselves. Straight up. And I found some very interesting, knowledgeable stories that still has me shook. I also will allow you, the callers, to acknowledge me and our on-point listeners, our on-point listening audience, with your questions and answers. I mean, there's some very, very great stories out here, y'all, and I couldn't believe some of the stuff that I've been hearing. But there's other things that we need to be knowledgeable of on our new way of living and our new lifestyle. And if we don't get it together, we will get God. So I'm just going to get let the people speak and, um, and pray to God that everything comes out so suave and so beautiful that, we all say amen at the same time. Thank you. God bless. Amen. Thank you. All right. That was DJ Chill, people. We're getting to the end of our show. I'm going to bring um, Miss T. I don't think, okay, Lady T. Lady T, you still in the building? I'm going to get you in here. Give how people can find you on social media and uh, your different outlets. And your last part, what you want to say about the topic, Miss T. Lady T, I'm sorry. Lady T, you still in the building? Uh, Lady, Lady T left the building. 
Okay, all right. Uh, Mr. Automatic Charismatic, are you still in the building? You want to give your following comments and also your, your, how people can find you on social media and your platform? Viper, all right. You ready? Automatic. Mr. Automatic in the building, all right. So I think Mr. Automatic is in the building, but he doesn't know he's in the building. Unmute yourself. All right. All right. Mr. On Point. I think he's uh, not there. But people, this is a hot topic. A lot of people came in with their comments, their advice, their suggestions, things that they've been through in their life, and those things are deep. I remember the bleaching cream. I remember all the wigs and stuff when I was growing up. So that type of stuff does um, actually affect children. Um, the way they're bringing children up now, I think it's too soon um, with all the chemicals. And you wonder why different things happen as far as the skin is concerned, as far as the uh, brain. These chemicals are pretty serious, and they know they put these chemicals in it. I looked them up real quick. Um, these chemicals that cause the cancer are in a lot of different things, believe it or not. It's not just the hair dye, but the hair dye is on top of your head, going to your hair follicles, and that stays in there, causing an allergic reaction, but it goes deep into your brain tissues and cells. It affects your whole body. So be very careful. Read the ingredients, and if you can, there's no, there's no safe coloring of your hair. People say even with the peroxide, things like that, and bleach, you got to be so careful what you use on your body. It's enough stuff that they pass through the Food and Drug Administration that's causing harm to us that we have to be very careful, all right? So I really want to thank everybody for calling and listening tonight. We're going to get Mr. On Point to get in, to give his final words and his comment, and I'm going to have him um, to share his following and to go from there. Mr. On Point, you still in the building? I know you. I'm I'm here, Queen. I'm here. You know I am. Always and forever. Um, yeah, I I just want to say, um, first off, to my sisters, um, still, man. So, um, I I I need you to build back that confidence and that self-esteem. Here's my thing, Joy. If you're that self-conscious about your hair or your skin, how are you going to feel should you lose a limb? You know what I'm saying? How are you going to feel should your skin get burned or, you know, you're in an accident and you, 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 you get deformed or how do you think you would feel then? You know, um, so I think we should really um, I think we should really embrace and accept who we are for who we are. Um, Chris Rock did a movie on hair called Hair. And I think it was Miss T who was saying, and you read about the Indians in India um, sacrificing their hair. Chris Rock did a movie on that, and it kind of touched on that and showed that um, where they do it, but they also get money. So it's not just a sacrificial thing. It's also an economic thing. Um, So that being said, man, you wouldn't put nobody else's teeth in your mouth. So don't put nobody else's hair in your head. Um, 
I personally, I'm not a fan of the weed nor the wig. I'd rather you be natural, even if you're short. If you're short and you want it long, then you get it braided. Uh, again, that's still adding hair to your hair, but you can, you can actually, I don't know, you'll know more about this than I would, DJ Philly Joy. I just know what I hear. And I hear when women or females get their hair braided, it actually helps their hair grow. Um, but one thing I always tell my daughters, and this is why my oldest give my youngest the look, because I always told my daughters, don't ever cut your hair. But you know on the sideline, you got the family members that's like, yeah, you got to get your, you trim your edges and um, wild edges is better than no edges. I'm going to leave it there. You know, they say the dead hair, you got to cut off the dead hair. If it's dead hair, it'll drop off itself. This is just the stuff that, that uh, what do they call them, people that do hair? Cosmetologists, cosmetologists, cosmetologists. Yeah, but, you know, what they, what do they call them at the shop? Beauticians, beauticians. Hair Yeah, they just tell you that so that they can cut you, chop your hair off, and they can make money. You know what I'm saying? Just comb it. It'll come out in the comb. It'll come out in the brush. So this is stuff, again, this is us listening to what, quote, unquote, the, quote, unquote, professionals say. You know what I mean? So stop listening to that. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to give my following. Black people, we are the Samsonites. Our strength and our power is in our hair. That is one of the most hated things about us is our hair, our complexion, and our body tone. This is why our women are built like goddesses. This is why they look like goddesses, because of their complexion, that melanin, because of that coarse textured hair, because of that body, that boom, bam, from every angle. No other race really has that. The closest to it is the Hispanic, which is, Black too. So that being said, people, you can follow me on Sunday nights and listen to my show Straight Talk on on Point Radio, and you get it raw. Whether you like it or Mm -hmm. lump it, you get it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So tune in on Sunday nights, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. right here on Point Radio for Straight Talk with myself, the host, Mr. Controversy, and um, my call ID is one four three one three three pounds. Great show, Queen. Great show. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. CEO, Mr. All Point himself. And as far as the uh, the hair uh, for the women and the ends being cut off, uh, I have two daughters, as you know, and both of them have long, beautiful hair, and they went through that process. But both of them are natural now. Um, the different things that they went through with their hair, believe it or not, wasn't too much. I, did, I didn't do a lot of all that perm stuff. I didn't do a lot of all the different things like that. I think they had a perm one time. They did things on their own when they were teenagers. But the bottom line is they had to learn how to love themselves and be who they were. And the natural hair was what they had. They did that, that Dominican phase when you go to the Dominican shop, they did that hot press and comb. That began to ruin their hair. So, yes, um, as far as the braids were concerned, 
they rock those braids for a minute, and one of my daughters does now, actually still. But the, that does make your hair grow because your hair is allowed to get some rest. So as you know anything, we have seven days, six days of creation, and seven days we need to rest. We have a Sabbath. So your body does need rest. Your hair does need rest. Your skin needs rest from all these chemicals. Rest is very important for revitalization. So, yes, it does make your hair grow or have, allows your hair to grow more from all the pampering and things that you do to it, the heat and press and curl. So that is not just a myth. That is true. But also, in contrary, the edges, if it's too tight and it's not done correctly, um, it can make your hair break off too as well. You still got to take care of your hair and wash and take care of it underneath all that weave, not wash it for three months. You have to wash your hair still and take care of it. So all that's a myth. Bottom line, people, this is not just about a hair, not about skin show, but it was called I Am Not My Hair. This hopefully was some motivation and encouragement just to be real, just to be natural, just to be faithful to yourself. Love yourself. Not in a way where it causes you to be conceited or outrageous or arrogant or flamboyant, that type of thing. No. But love yourself to be self-assured and confident in who you are, to stand strong in that. And you're purposeful. I always say existence is who you are. But just learning more about you and what you want to face in life. Um, we don't want to – nobody wants to face ridicule or antagonistic stuff or punishment or – you know, none of us want to face that kind of stuff, but some people are just cruel. Like children at the time I was growing up were cruel. Bottom line is, even with all that, stand in your strength, women. Stand in your strength. I'm going to read this real quick. I'm going to get off the line, off the air. But black women, this is a poem or a little quote that this man wrote. Um, his name is uh, Wilton Antonio McGlory, and it goes like this. The main thing that God said first before we even read this poem or anything, he said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that beauty that was wonderfully made was that child, that seed and that egg coming together and coming together in that woman's womb, standing strong. He knew you before you even existed in the woman's womb. So your glory is already there. The hair is your glory. It's your crown, top of your head, even the soles of your feet. Bottom line is he made you, every part about you, physically, emotionally, socially, spiritually, all that you are. So stand strong in that, black women. So black women, with all your might, black women, you are truly a beautiful sight. Black women with your beautiful face, you are definitely a credit to your black race. Black women, say it loud. Black, being black is being proud. Black women is their unbearable land. Stop a minute and take your black brother's hand. Wow, this is really getting deep. I like this. Black women, you are a mother, woman, and a friend. Without a black woman, a black man can't win. Black women, education and respect are your goals. All these are said but seldom show. Black women, be proud of what you are because it will always take you very far. Black women, whose forefathers or foreparents were once slaves, if you apply yourself, you can have it made. Black women, you are clean, modest, and neat. Believe me, black women, you can't be beat. Black women, always watch what you do. Being black makes everyone else watch you. <laughs> God made heaven. God made earth. Beautiful black women, consider yourself what God made first. And that's what we want to do tonight, bottom line. And that's all being natural. We made you a certain way. There's no need to continue to continue to add things to your body, whether that be hair, nails, skin, all the different things. There are things to help you heal naturally like that. But as far as adding other stuff, we don't got to keep on doing that. So 
didn't get all my songs in, but this one right here is our ending because it's the end of our show, people. Join me next week on Joy's Hope. This is DJ Philly Joy. I'm going to say I love you. That's why I want to always encourage myself as I encourage you as I continue to walk this earth and walk this life. All right. Right back at you, people. Get it together in the IRA.
You have to heal your heart. So ever, if so, it will reach. You want to heal your body. You have to heal your heart. Whatsoever is so you believe. Ooh, you can fly, 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 fly. You can live or you can die. You know that life is a choice you make. You can't give or you can't save. You can fly, 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 fly. 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 All right, all right. I got one more thing to say. Are you on point? Yeah, I'm on point.